Sarah Catherine here. Welcome back to this Amazonian podcast. Today is October 10th, 2021, and it's about 1041 here. Now, guys, for today's podcast, we will be talking about the English video role. We'll be reflecting about the BS and things that we were related to. At the same time, we'll be explaining the first time of competition for the Throughout this, I have the help of my amazing partners, Julie Gomez, Jose Marieta. Hi, girls, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, can you tell our listeners what is telling you the most about this topic? Okay, hi, Juranis, and hi, everyone. I'm glad to see you again, Juranis, and be part of this podcast, and for sure, Juranis. What excited me the most about this is that today is space to give a new perspective of the English teacher and this from our experience. Because as you might know, being an English teacher is something important, but for a globalization and commerce, it has become a labor that only has to produce results. And that is major students speak English. Now, this is not bad, but this only makes the teacher focus on strategies and methods while something too important it is leaving behind understanding the language itself. I share the same emotion of Jadis. I consider that we are not just English teachers, we are language teachers. So in that order, we are supposed to know every detail of language, like the function of each word, how it's pronounced, and what elements connect uh, one from another, and things like that. But the main reason why I think that comprehending language is uh, as a teacher is more important is because this gives a new perspective. The world is changing and, and with it, the way that people learn, there is before an urgent need to revamp uh, teaching practice and teaching methodologies to adapt them to new contents and tools guaranteeing meaningful learning. What this means? And that now students must be the protagonists of a system that is gradually overcoming to the traditional paradigm where the teacher is the center of knowledge. I mean, not only teaching uh, them to speak, but also teaching them everything about the language, structuring, function, etc., with the purpose to soak the students in everything that language is and means. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Bert. And you mentioned something really important, and is that no language is not able to teach. To say that we know a language, we need to comprehend every aspect. And this is because if we don't, we'll make a lot of mistakes while we are reproducing that language. So, to avoid those mistakes or errors, it is important to say, especially on this podcast, that we need to refocus what we are doing as teachers. And how is that I think is revaluating what we are paying attention to and our strategy. Well, yeah, as you mentioned about the error, if in the classroom the knowledge of language is not there and the teacher even can notice that many errors will be reproduced, but girls, I need to say the comprehending the language implicates more 
than what we see. If a teacher understands uh, the language itself, will know what elements, intonations, and words used to get an effective communication with the students. Maybe with a sense of kindness, authority, indifferent, or other way. But this teacher will know how to give the appropriate message even if it is something that goes beyond the academic field. And also knowing the language help other students learn to use the language in the best possible way in this course. Let me explain it better. For example, when we recognize linguistic elements such as anaphory and cataphory, which are elements that connect or replace words within a paragraph, and also when we teach them to recognize the type of structure that are part of the grammar in every activities, such as writing or speaking, we will achieve that our students are, are more aware of what they say will they are speaking. If what they say is well construed and made sense or sounds coherent, as is established by an outdoor color acing in two in two thousand nine. Yeah, I think that author is really relevant here. So, first, in general, I think we can say that understanding the language is necessary and useful for many reasons. But now, I would like to know this. Have you heard about any method to reinforce the importance of comprehending the language inside the classroom? Or something related to this and to clarify this idea inside our listeners' minds? Sure. Nowadays, as a teacher, we need to find out the way to consider all these elements while we innovate it. Actually, a few days ago, I saw for the 50 time a test told by Ken Robinson where he answered that no matter how much two students look alike, there can always have difference between them. And with that, I thought, why we want to to find the perfect teaching method that works for everyone? Because honestly, that is not possible. What we can do is find the perfect method for the teacher. Yeah, most of the time we try to do that or on the contrary, we stay on the methodology that is usually imposed by the institution, which is neither bad nor good, however, if we are really concerned not only with the receive, re receiving and income, but with the students learning the language, we will have to be very attentive to the ways in which each student has to learn things. There are several methods to teach languages. Each has had its time and can be better or worse for each type of students, uh, depending on many times. Yeah, for example, if we're teaching kids, the best way for me is a direct method or natural method where learning is done through direct oral communication. We speak, we listen, we hear, we repeat, and we don't learn grammar that we intuit or deduce it. And in the end, we ended up speaking the language correctly. And our bilingual method is that it's based on the repetition of words, phrases, or dialogue. The students learn in this way to speak and listen, learning for when the knowledge is acquired. The skill of reading or writing grammar is not a study, it's taken for granted 
that is learned naturally. Or if we are teenagers and adults, we also can use grammar translation method. This has traditionally been the method used to learn the traditional uh, classical language, Latin and Greek. It basically consists of learning the grammar rules of the language and translating tests. Nowadays, it is not normal that it, it is used to teach a modern language. And the other communicative approach, language is used, is used basically for communication between people and the objective is, is therefore to improve all the aspects included in the communication and all skills are given important and grammar also plays a role in the teaching process. In this, the interaction is something really important. But all the things always messages. I had an experience at the institution where they worked, where they imposed a methodology on me that was not convenient enough for my students. That's why I had the classroom divided into a group that really understand all the information that was provided under the exact methodology, and another one that didn't work at all with that one. That's why I consider it a priority and a fundamental to understand that not all the students learn or capture information in the same way. If we insist on using the same methodology for each student, what we will achieve is, in the best of the cases, that a majority acquires the language easily and that a minority doesn't obtain so easily. For that reason, is what we have to search and investigate using different types of methodologies or strategies to ensure that the students will understand everything in the best way and thus be able to provide my students with a good quality education. Yes, of course, you are absolutely right. Many teachers have learned to teach language in educational centers where the methodology is imposed by the management or with good of similar appearance are very similar way of being used. This in itself is not necessarily bad. What's going on of that? Many times we share without realizing the perfect method for ourselves, the teachers. One that allows us with minimal effort to prepare the same class for dozens of students who may have absolutely opposite way of learning and this cannot end well in any way. For this reason, something, sometimes uh, it is better to have a single well-acquired method that to know a lot of methodologies that will cause us not really know much about any of them and therefore not be able to apply them efficiently. And if we are really concerned not only with receiving an income but with the students learning the language we will have to be very attentive to the way in which each student has to learn things many my my definitive advice for all teachers would be that you know the different methods that you can use that a small part of of them and then focus on the particular characteristics of each of your students and based on that, then to build knowledge. 
I totally agree with you, and I love how this conversation starts on Earth. I mean, I think you have shared significant ideas, and you also make clear that being an English teacher is not easy labor. What you mentioned in this podcast shows that this profession has to reinvent every time that we can focus just on one part of your life. We need to look it up the whole thing before we know how to work. So we hope I told you guys here that this podcast has been of your listening and that contributes to reflect about your role as a teacher that sometimes we forget. Without anything else to say, I think it's all for today. What do you have to say here? For me, it's a pleasure to be here to discuss this wonderful topic and above all to reflect on our profession and one of the few things that are part of it. I love being here and I hope to be invited, invited again in by Well, that's all for today. Thanks for being here and it was the other time for us. So that's all for today. Thank you. Thank you.